Hey guys, what's up? You know who it is. It is your man, Lenny. And welcome to Wholesaling with Lenny. I am here with none other than People's Champ, Mr. Jamar Spirell, Um, Coming out of, is it Clayton? Clayton, Clayton County. We call it Clayton, Clayco. Yes, sir. Clayton County, Georgia, <laughs> a.k.a. Clayco. Now, guys, um, I know most of you are familiar with Jamar, uh, Jamar and his work. Um, and the reason why I call him, you know, the people champion is because I see what he's doing, right? And, um, you know, saving people homes is a big deal, right? Saving people credit is a big deal. Um, you know, you kind of enable people to move forward um, with their lives. And, uh, man, you know, um, hey, man, you know, tell the people about yourself, man. And, uh, you know, what actually, you know, made you get into um, wholesale real estate? Well, yeah. Um my name is Jamari Spruel. I live in Clayton County. Uh, that's in the 15 minutes south of downtown. What made me start getting into real estate is uh, I dabbled in it here and there, um, it, you know, earlier. But I saw an email from my mentor, my friend, uh, Peter Vexerman, and my other mentor friend, Julie Muse. And they had started this group, um, Partner Driven, which I'm in right now. And um, it was a great mentorship partnership program that combined like education and, um, you know, real, real field experience, you know, coaching and education. And um, when I saw it, I was just so compelled to to join it, um, you know, because I felt like that was exactly what I'm looking for. And I was tired of beating my head against the wall and then finally found like a, a team that could work with and mentor me and guide me. So I, I jumped in headfirst in 2018. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, a, a hell of a journey uh, for that first year. And um, I got after that first year, I got my first deal and uh, I've been full time, you know, ever since. Uh, well, I went full time in 2020. So uh, I closed my first deal then. And um, yeah, that, that's the main reason why I joined. I mean, why I got started. No doubt. No doubt. So I just want to go back real quick when you said um, that year. Right. Cause I tell people all the time, like it takes me. It took me a year. To close my first deal once I got, you know, into it, and you know, I I had a few things going on as well as when I couldn't concentrate, and then when I did concentrate, I really didn't have that much information, so I was locking stuff up too high, right. and you know, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't close the deal, and they, you know, they say the average realtor, um, actually doesn't close a deal as well, uh, mm -hmm. with within their first year, right, um. So that's, you know, that's really um, good to know. So, you know, we went from, you know, that until now. Um, there was a little break in between, you said, you know, from uh, 2018 to uh, 2020. Um, what, what um, you know, what made you, you know, lift your foot off the gas? Uh, well, the, I think the main thing, Lenny, uh, that kept holding me up was mindset. You know, I couldn't put my finger on it then. But now I know it was mindset going from where I was at, where a job and working a job pretty much my whole life to going to full time or, or being, you know, working for myself. Uh, it was a whole it was a different shift, you know, and between that and the learning curve of wholesaling and going through the motions and talking to people. And, and in that year, I had some close calls. You know, I, I almost had my first flip, but uh, it fell through from the inspection. A couple close calls. I um, had it under contract. Contracts fell through. Um, but, you know, so. I just had the persistence that, and it taught me a lesson in persistence and, um, and, you know, and keeping going, you know, with all the obstacles. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Um, so tell us, um, so, you know, a lot of people want to know 
because I've actually had um, somebody reach out to me and I actually directed them to you, you know, a few days ago, the brother Jacoby, shout out to Jacoby down in Houston. Um, yeah. You know, he's working with that um, pre-foreclosure, trying, uh, trying to stop that pre-foreclosure. So um, can you explain to the audience what is a pre-foreclosure? A pre-foreclosure is, well, in the state of Georgia, in it, which is a non-judicial state where they don't involve, uh, you know, the court. Uh, that is where, um, after about after the house mortgage is behind three months in payments, the they will the bank will bring on an attorney who will basically act as a debt collector. And at that point, they send out a notice of default to the homeowner that says, "Okay, we're getting ready to take this house. The auction date is this date. You have until this time to give us our money." That's pretty much it. Wow. That is that is that is what's up. So three months in Georgia, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in a non-judicial state like Georgia. Turnaround is very fast. Like when the mortgage gets beyond three months, they they start the proceedings. And once they send that notice of default letter with the auction date, they got thirty to forty-five days to get caught up, or else they're taking the house. Cool, cool. So, um, yep, yeah, wow. So, because in, in Missouri, like when you had said, you know, a few first calls, uh, your first, um, you know, your first, you know, year, I had a few close, few close calls as well, right. and I and I also almost had my first sub too uh, when I first started. But um, you know, I had it under contract. Uh, the lady was actually in Texas. The property was in East St. Louis, Illinois. Um, I sent her all the paperwork that I had got, you know what I'm saying, from the Subs 2 students in the uh, Pace's uh, group. Shout out to the Subs 2 students. Shout out to Pace. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> most definitely, right? <laughs> so uh, shout out to Pace. Shout out to the Subs 2 students for getting me that paperwork. I put that paperwork into an overnight envelope. I sent it to the seller in Texas. She signed it. Mm. By the time... Um, I had, we had called the um, well, actually, excuse my fault. We had called the loan guy. The loan guy gave us a price that wasn't the price, so I had to make her find like the most recent statement, etc., whatever. But then we we was great on the loan, and then come to find out they had closed on the property next door that she owned, which was a lot like six months before. Mm. She never got a notice or nothing, anything, so I couldn't save her credit at that point. And then, you know, I ended up going, digging a little deeper and getting into the loan more. And man, they had put on so many fees. Right. It was pretty much untouchable yeah. um, at that point. You know what I mean? And I had just gotten the game. I didn't know anything. You know what I mean? And I didn't know guys like you, you know? So, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, you know, it, it's just definitely a learning curve for us for our uh, first, um, you know, for our first year uh, within the business, man. So if, if, if a realtor's looking... A wholesaler is looking right now who's trying to get into foreclosures, you know, as a wholesaler, as a realtor. How can somebody stop a pre foreclosure? That is a very good question. Well, I, I can't speak for the not for the judicial states. Uh, I think that's like New Jersey or one of those. But for a, for a non judicial state like Georgia, um, there are a few ways you can go about it. Um, uh, the, the most there is a few, but there's like nine different ways. But the most common ways I see are. A loan modification, and they can do that directly with the bank. Uh, but but you're we're talking about realtors or wholesalers, okay? So the first thing you want to do is okay. get the sale canceled, right? So 
a good way you can, I would say, to get started, to get to, get to sale canceled, is to show the bank a valid purchase and sale agreement with a proof of funds. If you're a wholesaler or a realtor, you know, get that in front of the bank and say, hey, we got somebody that's looking to buy the property. Um, we need this foreclosure stop so we can have enough time. A lot of times that will um, give you enough time to stop the foreclosure. Now, I ran into this. Sometimes the or attorney or the bank or whatever, they don't they don't want to cooperate. So in that instance, and, and it gets down to the wire, you can do. Now, I'm not an attorney, so this isn't legal advice, but I have seen people do a self-filing bankruptcy, which is it's a temporary filing of Chapter 13 bankruptcy just to get the banks off you. It's the initial filing. They can walk the paper into the courthouse themselves. That just stops the proceedings. You don't have to take it all the way through. But that's just enough to get the bank off of them so they, they can buy the house or purchase it or whatever. They, that'll give you at least another 30 days. Most definitely. So once they get that loan modification, they actually got 30 days to where they can enter into a contract with a buyer like me or, you know, a, I'm excuse me, a wholesaler like me or you or a realtor and actually get this property sold within that time. And, you know, you know, literally save their credit. Mm -hmm. they Absolutely. Can go so they can actually go on and buy another home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the goal. Now, as a realtor or a wholesaler, you're going to ask them like straight up, like, what are your goal? What's your goal? What's your plan? Do you want to stay here or do you want to, you know, move on to the next chapter? Most of people will say they want to stay there. So if they do, the first thing I ask them, have you tried getting a loan modification? You know, because um, that's, that's the top thing they can do to stop it. Uh, the thing is, a lot of times they try to get that loan modification and they, they, they end up rejecting the paperwork and they got to send it in multiple times and all that stuff, or they end up ultimately getting rejected. Um, but that's, that's, that's a common way. If they want to keep the house, I will direct them there or, 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 or some other way. No doubt. No doubt. Now I was watching one of your videos the other day and uh, you were explaining how you pretty much stopped a foreclosure like two, three minutes before you know, it um, happened, man. Can you walk us through that deal a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's the one I got done in um, August. Um, I did. I actually had a, a few of those, a couple of those, actually. Um, let, I'll talk about the one that became my first fix and flip. So I met the guy in March. The foreclosure was in April. It was about three weeks before. Uh, I met him going into his house. It was a rainy day. And um, I caught him going in. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, understand the properties um under you know facing a problem he kind of act like he didn't know what was going on he was like what problem and then he was like oh, okay yeah yeah we got it taken care of you're gonna hear that a lot and i left my car with him and i said well if anything changes let me know sure enough about a week later he called back you know two weeks later he called back and he was like you know i want to get the loan modification so i directed him to this place called naca n-a-c-a right uh, dot com and they help people with that they also have a fantastic home buyer program they do um, yeah, so I, I walked, so I, I helped him and his son get through the application or whatever, and I thought that was the end of it. Then he called back a year, uh, a week later, and this is how I knew he wanted to sell. He said, "How much do you think I can get for this house?" And that's when I started going into the house. Tell me more about the house. What repairs does it need? Then we started doing a little negotiation, and then um, that Monday before the following Tuesday, you know, the next week, I locked it up. And this is when I found out the hard way that some banks don't take the contract and purchase and sales and that won't be enough to stop it so mm. yeah so for this one 
uh, it was, man, it came down to the wire, Lenny. I had to stay up all night that Monday and uh, helping them with the paperwork, but I was able to call in the, 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 um, the, the chapter 13, the temporary filing or whatever, and to get it stopped. And then I got the confirmation from the foreclosure attorney about three minutes before the auction was supposed to start that it was closed, you know, wow. man, it was, it was a photo finish, but, um, wow. I was able to do it. And then three weeks later we closed on it and that was what became my first flip. By the neck of the nose. So <laughs> I saw, I, I did see pictures of the first flip on the uh, TikTok, right? Yeah. I, saw, I saw all the way up to day 60, right? Maybe, right? I think like day 60, day 30, right? I know I watched a lot of them. I know I watched a lot of them, right? So that that is literally the story behind that first flip. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's what became my first flip. I stopped in foreclosure and helped the homeowner. Now for that one, I'm just be completely transparent. Me and my partner split fifteen thousand, so it was a skinny flip. The buy the seller got almost ninety thousand, and he didn't have to pay capital gains on it because he lived in it the past three out of five years. You know, that's that's nice. the rule. I was sitting next to him at the closing attorney when 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 she when the closing attorney told him that. Um, which, so I'm fortunate, you know, I, it's not the, you know, I didn't make a killing on that. Um, but Hey, we didn't, we didn't lose money either. So I consider that a win. Exactly. And you, you know, you solved the major, major problem. Absolutely. And you definitely allowed that seller man to go on and do something else, um, uh, with that 90,000, you know what I mean? Um, gave him, you definitely gave him a new lifeline with that. Right. Right. Uh, what, like, what is the most important advice that you give? That what is the most important you know lesson that you've learned over um, your time dealing with foreclosures? Uh, because I know you did say when, when you said I'm gonna go back to when you said when the guy response was I don't know what you're talking about, and then you was like you interjected and said you'll get that a lot, right? Yeah. So like, what advice would you give you know a realtor? or a wholesaler, you know, about some of the lessons, you know, that you've learned, like the most important lesson that you've learned through this so far. As far as the, the foreclosure process, being yeah. persistent and consistent. Follow-ups, it's all about the follow-ups, especially with pre-foreclosures, but you have to dig a little deeper because they're always going to try to send you away like oh, we got it taken care of. And what I've learned is you have to go a little bit deeper. Like well, when you say you have to take care of, what do you mean exactly? Well, what has the bank been able to do for you? More than likely, they'll be like, I'm working on it. You know, so what do you mean by you're working on it? Have they already approved the loan modification? Blah, 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 blah. And then that's when you can go a little bit deeper and show how you can help them. So don't be afraid to ask more questions. You know, like I do door knocking. So I'll say that while I'm at the door. But don't be afraid to ask more questions. And um apply pressure to the banks and to the attorneys because they're going to they're going to try to give you a hard time too for my first flip the morning of the auction the bank told me straight up we're not going to cancel this you know it will cost us more money to to to, to cancel it than to keep it going so no we're not going to cancel this sale we're going to foreclose so i thought it was over so i had but i had to keep going i had to keep going another one um they at the sale this is the crazy part lenny the sale actually went through on the courthouse steps but i kept applying pressure kept applying pressure and we got that sale rescinded which means they pulled it back they reversed it but i had to keep wow. staying on top of the bank i had to stay on top of them like hey they she did the, the walk-in you know we got the case number we got the timestamp. you know you got to honor that and they were like yeah we got to rescind it so and that one got rescinded so i would say consistency persistency you you got to be uh you got to be diligent 
you know, you have to be tenacious and you cannot you cannot just uh, be passive about that. You got to stay on top of the banks. You got to stay on top of attorneys and you got to follow up with the uh, seller. Definitely, definitely, man. Definitely, man. That's now that's great advice. Yeah, um, because um, I found I figure out like the best solutions is in the follow up when you, when you keep following up because you like you said, you just keep digging, keep digging. Keep digging, keep digging. Okay, what are the banks doing for you then, right? Um, you know, have they approved the modification? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then at this point, people are like, oh, wait, loan modification? Mm, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you dig and dig and dig and dig and open, open, literally open this up. And it's funny you said that because I called, you know, a pre-foreclosure when I first um, started, and the lady told me that. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, it's okay. You know, we got it taken care of, whatever. And I was like, you know, I didn't know what to come back with. And I was like, oh, you know, okay. You know, like I get yeah. it, you know. So, you know, when I had spoken with her, she was kind of, she was kind of standoffish a bit. But then she kind of, you know, backed off from the, um, you know, standoffish part and was just blank, blank was like yeah well you know we you know we got to handle we take care of it, whatever so you know um in this in this journey right that that you've been in helping these sellers um what would you say or that is not a big deal but you would feel a big deal as you as someone else may not look at it as a big deal but you may look at it as a big deal like what is like one of the biggest failures that you've learned from this experience, you know, well, what is the, one is one of the biggest failures that you may think to yourself that, you know what I mean? That may not be as small to somebody else, but you know, what is that? And what did you, you know, learn from that? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. You mentioned that the one that I got the sale rescinded, that's the ugliest one. That's the biggest, I would say, if I had to say that was the biggest failure because it was a Mexican lady, um, Everything was good at first, and I, I guess I didn't quite under she didn't quite understand like the process or how much she was going to be getting, or and so uh, I got the contract signed with her or whatever. I thought she understood, but that was a mistake number one. I thought she understood, you know, how much she was going to get she was going to get after the mortgage was paid off. Then later on, she asked me again, and I told her again, thought, thinking that it was you know she was just asking again. But yeah. then that's when it went sideways. And then the next thing you know, she's on the phone with my partner cursing him out. And now it's to the point where, uh, uh, um, you know, she's, she's getting a lawyer and she's talking about keeping the house when first she was talking about selling it. And now there's a lien on the property. So if she ever tried to sell, she got she to gotta pay my partner's LLC. You know, it got really, really ugly because of that misstep. And also the biggest mistake I made, and I would advise this to any um, wholesaler or investor, Never make an offer to a seller that has a property facing foreclosure until you get that payoff letter or that reinstatement letter. It's very, very important because they're going to give you what's the unpaid balance number on the mortgage statement because that's what they think they owe. And, And that makes a lot of sense. But what they don't understand is there are so many fees added on top of that balance when they go into foreclosure, attorney fees, late charges, interest, all this extra stuff. And they don't they don't know about that. But you got to order the payoff first, then because she told me she owed fifty thousand. When the payoff letter came back, she she owed ninety four thousand. So she owed almost twice as much. Wow! And and that's what threw everything off. But see, they're not going to remember that, and they're not all they're going to remember is that number you gave them in the very beginning, and that's mm. what came back to haunt me. You know, uh, so it got really ugly. That's the ugliest situation I've ever seen in real estate. 
and I learned uh I learned a lot of lessons. Man, that that's what's up. That that one right there sounds like a you know a valuable lesson right there. Yeah. Just when itself, just that just that line of community to make sure there's that clarity. You have to. Yeah, you know I mean, because you don't want to get misstrued. And a lot of people don't even, you know, think about they don't take into, you know, um, consideration like we're like your contract is a legal document. Right. Right. And breach of that contract can cause, you know, legal issues. Exactly. And, and you know, I tell this to wholesalers all the time when it comes to extending a contract, right? Or, you know, finding a buyer to fulfill that date. You know, one is if you won't buy it at that price, don't lock it up mm -hmm. at that price. And, you know, if it's, if it, if you need more time, just ask. Yeah. Don't just ghost the seller. Right. right? Don't like, don't do that. Right? right. Because we don't know what situation someone's in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've literally sold properties that had the mortgage on it to the point where the person was getting like 50 bucks. Right. After closing, they didn't walk away, you know, with a dime. And right. it's like, wait, I wrote cash the closing on the paper, cash that closing on the paper, something else. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing about the mortgage. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm thinking these people are getting all this money, and the title company calling me like, "No, you're not getting this." And then the people are like, "You said I was getting this." Yep. And it's like, "Ah, oh, man, yeah." I, you know, I learned that. I learned that one from that one myself. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that. I, I learned that on the hard way, man. Uh, what is what is you do door knocking, right? Which is awesome to me, bro. It blows my mind, right? Because I did door knocking doing cable. I did it uh, when I had my little Sprint store campaign going. Um, I did it with Vivint. And, you know, I've never done it with a homeowner. And then to approach a homeowner who has a specific situation that requires um, a, a more complex skill set and more information than uh, wholesaling. So when you at the doors with the people, right? What is your initial, like, how do you, cause I, cause I know you said, cause I heard you, excuse me, I heard you one time say, you know, I've helped, you know, two, three people this month to get the banks off their back, right? You know, I believe I heard you said that in one of your video, like, what do you open with? Like, what do you, you know, what do you open with? Cause it's, because like you are, you know, the situation already. That's like, it's like you kind of pull in the list, but you live in the situation where you knock on the door, right? How, how do you, how do you begin, you know, when you at someone's door? That's a great question, Lenny. Um, well, it, it, it's, it's, I've had to perfect it and adjust it over, you know, the last, since I've been knocking on people's doors, but the one person that's helped me out immensely, and this is the strategy I use today. I got it from a great lady by the name of Nicole Espinosa, short sale queen. She's out of Dallas, Fort Worth. And I asked her one time on our master class, I was like, if you're knocking on somebody's door facing foreclosure, when they open the door, what do you say? And this is what she told me. This is what I tell people. They knock on the door. So uh, let, let's let's role play real quick. Uh, I'm going to knock on your door. Okay. Uh, knock, knock. Who is? Yeah. Uh, sorry. How, how you doing, sir? Uh, I don't mean to bother you. I was in the area. I just wanted to stop by. Uh, my name is Jamari. Um, the reason I stopped by is because I noticed your property uh, might be scheduled for auction in the next month or so. So. I was just checking on you, making sure you're all right, and that you're not facing foreclosure anymore. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, we might be good. Uh, uh, what you talking about? Okay, uh, so when you say you might be good, I mean, what what has the bank been able to do for you so far? Uh, well, you know, they just, you know, they just sent the letter. I just got the letter. You know, I really don't know, you know, what to do or where, you know, I really don't know what to do. I know we got court in a few weeks. You know, I ain't really prepared nothing. I don't know what to prepare, I, you know. Okay. Well, I know I can imagine a lot of stuff is coming at you really fast, uh, sir. And um, I know there's you're getting bombarded with calls from all kind of directions, from all types of different people. You don't know which way is up, but I'm here to let you know. You know, I, I I've gotten the I've helped a lot of people in the past year or so get the banks off their back, and I'm I'm here to help. You know, it's my job to help as much as possible and to be a person of value. And I'm here I'm here to help go over all your options. I mean, if you have some time, I mean, maybe not right now. Maybe like, I would like to jump on the phone with you or sit down. And go over the options you have available. See how we can get this all, get this taken care of. Man, boom, right? It's like norm. It's like normal. Like you, you, you know, it, it, it's so fluid, right? Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time that like you don't want to come off as as a wholesaler, right? No, 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 no. You, that that's something you don't want to do, right? You want to come off as a problem solver, right? Just like you said. And that 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 directive, man, how you just kind of hit that point down, right? Because most people don't even know they got that many options. They're just probably sitting. They got to go to court, and then they might have a lawyer who don't, you know, who ain't really that, you know, who ain't that really that sharp with it. You know what I mean? So you know, I, I, I man, that's that's that that it is it, is not it's not standoffish. It's not confrontational. No. You know what I mean? It's not standoffish. It's not confrontational. You know, there's there, there's a lot of empathy in the pitch. Yes. Right. There's a lot of empathy in the pitch, man. And I definitely believe people. I, I, I mean, well, I know obviously that people would feel some kind of way with that, right? More, more, a little more reluctant to give up the information. You know, if someone as as genuine is saying, "Hey, we can stop this." Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, Lenny is, you know, it's, it's crazy because being that approach and just coming off genuinely wanting to help people, it's gotten me, I've been standing in front of them one moment, literally minutes later, I've been inside the house. They just met me and now I'm inside the house and they're showing me all the documents and opening up the certified mail with the, with the auction date and from the attorney for the first time, you know, it's just, when you give off that energy, that go giver energy, and when you show them that you truly want to help, amazing things can happen, you know, Com perfect stranger, I went from doing the pitch to inside of the house within a matter of minutes, you know? Right. Definitely, man. Um, so yeah, man, it's that, you know, it's that, it's that, it's that believing, right? Yeah. But then like you come off, you know, you don't come off like weak, like you have the door trying to get a sale. Right. You know, it comes off as, Hey, I'm confident we can do this. Yeah. You don't need me. I can even show you how to do this. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, I believe when people get that that information right there, you know, from someone like you to where, well, hey, this guy's not trying to make a buck off me. Mm -hmm. he's, he's trying to help me. Yeah. So, and if, if he does help me in the middle of that, if he makes some money, it's great for both right. of us. Right, right, right. Right. So, you know, I definitely, definitely understand that, man. Definitely appreciate you know, going in like that, you know what I mean? Letting people know that they got a friend. Because some, some people sitting there lost, but they about to lose their house. Yeah. 
Like they about to lose their house, like you know, and, and what some people you know believe is like the biggest part of the American dream, home ownership. So they sitting here thinking about like they about to lose the dream. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then you knock on the door, right? The people's champ come. You got the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You got the situations. You know what I'm saying. Set out, but then, like you said, you know, within minutes, man, of opening up, you're literally, you know, at the table. They're opening up. They're going over the documents with you. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, you know how long they had the dog. You know, you you know who off at school already. You know what I mean. Just that report um, to get you through the door, man. Um, you do are you on your second flip now i almost uh but it went it went sideways the one with the lady uh the mexican lady she didn't speak good english okay and, yeah okay. that was gonna be my second flip okay no doubt no doubt so you're looking for another flip right now yeah 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 i had one potentially but it was too much work needed uh it was it ended up being a full gut but i'm looking for my second one um yeah so you know i'm, I'm definitely still looking most definitely, man. Get those helping those sellers, man, and you know, getting it out the way, man. I'm definitely glad you got that first flip out the way. I Thank haven't you, tried. Man. I haven't tried to flip yet. We we are closing on the flip here in Missouri. Hopefully, within the next two weeks or so, uh, we close on it. We just got the contract in today. We got approved from a hard money lender, um, etc. So this should be exciting, right? Because I've never done. I've never there done. It is. Yeah, you're gonna I'm learn gonna, a lot, man. You're gonna learn a lot in that time. Man, I bet everybody say everybody say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just get ready for the pain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, real quick, man, I see you, I see you up at the gym. I see you up at the gym every day. Um, it's something that, you know, I've been working on recently, trying to eat better, man, trying to do better, man. Um, because you know, we can be out here, we can be out here, we can be great humans, great investors. We ain't got our health. We ain't got nothing. 100%. Um, I see you every morning, like I said, working it out, grinding, getting it in. Man, what does your morning routine look like? Okay. Well, I, I always start, you know, I, w I wake up probably maybe around 5, 6 lately. Um, I always start with, like, some sort of uh, meditation. W wake up, meditate, and then do, like, maybe, like, a gr gratitude journal or something like that. Um, and then after that, I'll do like a cold shower, you know, maybe like from anywhere from two to five minutes. And then, um, after that, man, and then I look over, kind of look over my goals for the day, what I'm looking to do, I probably write it on like a little three by five gold card. And then I hit the gym. Uh, and then once I do that, man, it's, it's off to, uh, it's off for, uh, you know, driving for dollars or door knocking or whatever I got to do, you know, unless I got to run some errands for my mom or something. Definitely, man. Most definitely, man. That morning, that morning, you know, that morning routine, man. Uh, and I brought, I, I actually brought up cold showers to brother, <laughs> to brother Jay Wicker on the first podcast. He's yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. I ain't taking no cold showers. And um, I was telling him that I actually got that from a realtor yeah. on YouTube, well, a broker, realtor, coach on YouTube by the name of Brandon Mulrin. And, uh, you know, I, you know, definitely share a lot of his content because for him to be a broker in the real, this is slick dude. Like, dude's really slick, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I started posting his stuff on Instagram. He's a good, he, yeah, he's really slick. Yeah. 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 You know, Brandon's really slick, man. So I'll be sharing, you know, sharing all this stuff and stuff. And he got me doing, you know, the cold shower or whatever, you know, and I like to say that, like I said, that two to five minute mm -hmm. and the shower, man, kind of does something to you, 
kind of stuff does something to your body, your cells, yeah. and it kind of just gets you, uh, gets you going. You know, let's just do this thing. So you know that that definitely that morning routine man is something um, to um, you know take into consideration, especially the meditation, right? Yeah, the meditation that formulating before the noise starts. You know, before the noise gets in. You know, you have that time for yourself to either, like you said, meditate, read a book, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, like, coming to the books, um, what are you reading currently? Right now, uh, this this is going to piss some people off, man. I just <laughs> said, <laughs> uh, I'm almost at the end of Donald Trump, The Art of the Deal. Really? Yeah. So, I had posted something a few years ago, a few weeks ago, and you had commented on it. Yeah. And I had posted it right after that and I was talking about that twenty year tax abatement. Yeah. Was it that twenty year tax abatement? Yeah, I but think like, that was it. You know, Donald Trump, like the wholesale king. Man, man. He was he was doing assignments before it was a thing. He was doing creative finance before it was a thing. You know, love him or hate him. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. And when when I had, you know, because I had saw the movie, I had saw yeah. when the movie that they got on. And uh, I was like, Yeah, this dude's been doing assignments before you know, the average person know anything about an assignment. Right. You know, dude rolling with this in the 70s. Like, you know, he, he doing these deals in the 70s. And it's like, geez, dude, no wonder he's like a billionaire triple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, no wonder. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at the strategies now, well, we, you know, we implement these strategies. So it's like, oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's that's pretty dope, man. The art of the deal. I I I literally gotta buy it so I can just go all the way through it, dig all the way through it, man. Um, if you had to write a book, if you had to write, write a book about yourself, uh, what would you write about? Uh, from the perspective of somebody who hates me, it'll be like either prepare to be sick of me, or why don't you give up already, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, will be the first one, and then the follow will be why don't you give up already. Yeah, yeah. Real quick though, right? Because they see you. You know, said they they see you on oh, they see you on your journey, and they see you succeeding on your journey, right? So that'd be you know the most thing. So you talked about you talked about partner driven, right? Um, I I I had spoken to someone partner driven um a few weeks ago, or whatever. Uh, maybe like a few months ago, and I and I brought your name up, and it was like, yeah, you know, Jamari, excuse me. I forgot the um, individual's name that I had spoke to. And, uh, you know, she was telling me about the coaching and stuff like that. Um, how important um, in this real estate journey, man, do you believe having a mentor is or, you know, being a part of a mentorship or a mentorship community? Um, you know, something like we got, you know, a wholesaler uh, with Lenny. It's everything, man. It's, it's everything. Like what your community and everything, because it's all like I said in the beginning, it's all about mindset. I don't know if I would have gotten past, you know, that first year if it wasn't for mindset and community and aligning myself. Pete always talks about uh, alignment, aligning yourself with the right people in the right time, being aligned with them, you know, and rubbing elbows with people who've had at a high level of success like Pete and Julie. It, it means everything. You know, I, I, I don't know if I could have gotten to my first deal without that. I needed that. I needed somebody in my corner. You know, that's what was missing. That was the missing link to get me my first deal and beyond. Most definitely, man. Uh, a lot of people, I, I was one of the guys I jumped in the game and I was like, man, I think I consumed enough information. I'm going to go ahead and try this, right? <laughs> and then it wasn't until I got with 
my homegirl, which I had on the podcast, oh, excuse me, Miss uh, Shabika Jackson. And uh, I would call Shamika pretty much whenever, for real, uh, middle of the night, whatever. And uh, sometimes I catch her, she give me the information. Sometimes I catch her and her partner mm. together while they're doing the deal or whatever, whatever. And, you know, I present them with the situation, man, and they walk me through it. You know, they'll walk me through it, do, you know, walk me through it step by step. So I believe, you know, like you said, if, if I hadn't gone back and was like, look, yeah, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do this? How do I do that? And then having her and then them, you know, together off and on at times, um, helping me, you know, giving me a little more knowledge, a little more game, helping me push through the deals, man. It's so crucial. Yeah, I definitely say, man, um, get, getting in line with somebody that's that's done it. Uh, who's currently doing it. Um, don't get in line with somebody who did it 40 years ago. It ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Don't get in line with somebody who did it 20 years ago and they did nothing in 20 years. It's not the same. Um, you know, get get with a mentor, man, somebody who's doing it, who got proven success doing it, um, who teach people doing it. You definitely go a lot further, you know, in your business. Um, I always tell people there is no dumb, there is no dumb questions when you don't know. Exactly. Right? When you don't know, there's no dumb questions when you don't know, right? And the only way we're going to get better is we seek information. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, so from a learning from a learning experience, how, how standoffish are people when you say, when you know that they owe? When you know that they owe, <laughs> yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> people are very guarded at first. Very, very guarded. But then they they gradually let that guard down when you see that when they see that you're there to help. If I was just there in their face, like, yeah, I can get you a cash offer, cash offer, or I can, you know, I want to sign you up so you know you can sell the house, they will probably be like, no, we're good, you know. But I have to you have to gradually be there to them, show them you can lead with value and you know, kind of walk them through, you know, the, the, guide them to that, you know, and 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 show them that you're there to help. Um, when when you do when you do that, you know, they start off standoffish now sometimes it don't matter what you do. You know, I've had people, I've had to fight off dogs with patio chairs. You know, I told one lady, uh, coming, she came out of the garage and I was like, yeah, you know, this is my old approach. I was like, yeah, I just understand this property was sending a notice of default. She paused for a second and she turned to her son. He, looked like he was about eight or nine. She was like, get my gun. I was like, Oh, uh, I overstayed my welcome time to leave. Um, so, <laughs> so sometimes it's like that, but yeah. for the most part, but that's very rare for the most part. People are just going to kind of be guarded and be like, no, we got it taken care of. When they, when you let them know you're there to help, they will gradually let that guard down. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Uh, so we, 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 we've covered, covered a lot, man. Um, I saw you guys, I saw you did a panel a few weeks back. You did a, you, you did a panel down there in Florida a few weeks back. And dude, I just want to know right now, like, why ain't you, well, like, I, I, like, I haven't seen anything about you posting a course yet, right? Like, why ain't you started a course yet, man, to get these people going to initially help more sellers? Like, like, do you got a course in the work? You started thinking about it? Are you thinking about an ebook? Because that would be a good idea. <laughs> like, wait, wait, I mean, you know, no, seriously, bro. Like, seriously, man, because, you know, like, your brain works different. Um, people tend to learn different when, you know, when they're getting it from people who really doing it, people who really have solutions versus somebody saying, like, I met somebody that was like, yeah, well, 
you know, they, they met me in the parking lot. I swear to God, they met me in the parking lot. Wanted to know a few things about wholesaling. Um, a, a seller was literally was across the street. I was there to meet the seller, introduce them to the seller, whatever. And um, because I had probably been in the contract already. Uh, this person went off, told me the other day that they paid $12,000 for a course and it ain't going well. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, dude, you could have gave me the $12,000. <laughs> You could have gave me twelve hundred dollars. I'm gonna could have gave me twenty dollars. <laughs> like, like, but you know, um, like, like, have you thought about it? You know, you know, have you sat down and pondered it? If so, like, what's stopping you from doing it? If if you have, that's a good question, Lenny. Um, I have thought about that, but where I'm at right now is I don't know if I'm qualified. You know, I know. You know, I look at somebody like a Pace Morby, you know, he's he's like an expert. He's done it all. You know, he's 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 got his own group and, you know, he's like a superstar. But me, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, doing deals. I made some mistakes. And what I did with that one house where, it, you know, um, where it fell through and it got ugly, that kind of right. messed me up. So, I, I mean, I want to do it, but I don't know if I'm if I'm exactly qualified yet, you know. I think you're qualified. Really? I think you're qualified because for one, right, you you've. You, you've you've closed this this is what qualifies me and it's, it goes the same okay if you're let's just say if you're um if you're going to be an electrician right yeah. you got to work under somebody for like five years yeah before you can go do this if you're doing this you got to work under somebody for like this amount of years to do this right so i figure like in wholesaling if you've done over seven eight wholesale deals, if you've done over seven eight deals I believe you qualify to teach somebody how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because there's so much learning involved, you know, going through each deal, you know, to the point where it's like, okay, wait, you know, I've done 20 of these. I should teach people how to do these. Mm. Yeah. I mean, or I've done 12 of these. I should teach somebody how to do this. Right. But because like you, you, like you have the skill set, like it's been done. Um, the method that you use has been done. Like, do you, do, do you see this comment on the screen right now? Mm, okay. So, I mean, people was asking for your lines for the script. Yeah, you know I mean, like you do this, they know you do this. Like we know you do this, bro. Yeah. You got like what fifty thousand people on TikTok that follow you. Yeah, some yeah, something like that. Like, dude, if you drop the course, you can Clayton count. We can blow, we can blow Georgia up. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you know to the point where you saving you know hundreds of owners a month. Yeah, because you got all these students. Yeah, that's true. Who know, that's how, who know how to do it because you, you you know how to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we not faking. We not faking. We got receipts. Right. We got closing statements. Yeah. We got sellers. We got buyers. We got people who can give us reviews. We got coaches who can be like, yeah, he it. You know what I mean? We got mentors who be like, you it. Like, bro, when you hit the stage, bro, you just hit the stage, bro. When you get on the stage in front of people, rooms of people, like, you you're 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 fit. You're fit to teach this, bro. So I'll be looking for the ebook or something soon, my man. Because <laughs> I want no for real, because I want to learn how to do it. And I feel like I wouldn't wanna um be um 
intrusive of always calling, of always calling, always calling, or always messaging, hey man, you know, this, that, this, that. Like I'd rather sit down in whatever setting that you choose or whatever, however we exchange the information and just learn like directly from you. You know what I mean? Or if I had that book, I can read this book and take notes. And then, you know, if I can schedule it in with you, I can schedule it in that way. I can get my call in and I can get all my stuff answered and, you know, get my deal closed. Said, I think you fit, man. I think, I mean, I think you should just start your coaching, you know, put your video, put your, put your course out there. Let anybody jump in. It's a big deal. And right now, the time is ripe right now. Right now, where we at now with these dudes just raising injury rates again this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's time for you to make that happen, man. You know, I'm, I'm just saying because, you know, like I said, I like to learn it. But myself, I wouldn't want to be intrusive. And there's a lot of other people who want to learn too, but don't want to be intrusive. But it's kind of like we kind of like need that invite. Right. You know what I mean? Like we kind of like need that invite of a course or a book. You know what I mean? You Like I said, man, you you good to go. Your, your methods are proven. Yeah, I mean, the judges know your name. They know who you is, man. Like, people know who you is. And, you know, just off that, I believe you you definitely get more. You get more. You you definitely get more deals closed, man, and push more sellers off into, you know, a better situation that, that they're in, bro. Like, seriously, you know. Um, but that's just my take on it because I, I watch you. I see you. I see what you're doing. I see the problems that you solve, you know what I mean? I see the advice that you give strangers. Like, you you help thousands of people already. Like, you literally help thousands of people already. Like, there's so many people that owe their real estate journey to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's amazing, dude. There's so many people that owe their real estate journey to you. So, if nobody ever gave you your flowers, bro, I'm going to go get your flowers right now. Thank on you, man. I appreciate real it. Real talk. Because, you know, it's an inspiration to me, man, every time I see you. And every time I see you help another seller's problem, um, it makes me want to add something else to my tube belt so I can go out and help more sellers. You know what I mean? More yeah, sure. more situations, man. Because I'm an empathetic person by nature. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I feel some kind of way, man, when people are stuck in situations. So, sure. you know, that's it, man. Um, what are three podcasts, man, that you would recommend um, to the audience and why? Oh man, well, other than this one we're on right now, um, of course, you know, check, check out my man Lenny, he's doing it. Um, wholesale hotline, um, got that's the one I do on Mondays, got to with um, Pace, Jamil, and Brent. Well, um, real well, estate definitely. disruptors, because I love when he's interviewing those people and they talk about their journeys, and that he's always talking to people at a high level. Exactly. Um, and one that I started, they're really good. Um, uh, the, the two guys that do the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Yeah, Earn Your Leisure. I, I saw the Steve Harvey interview. It was really, really good. I, I like that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It definitely was. That Steve Harvey interview, man, you know, opened up, you know, turned on a few lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I'm sitting in the dark already, but that interview definitely um, turned, on the, turned on a few lights, man. Um, I know I, that first deal you had, you said your first, first uh, creative deal that you had, you actually sold that deal to Pace Morgan. Yes, sir. Right. Um, man, let us know about that deal with Pace. That was one. Um, it was it was a facing foreclosure. I had to follow up with her for at least Come on, are you there? I can't hear you. 
think you might have turned your mic off. You ain't getting no sound. Can anybody hear me? If you can hear me, drop it in the comment section. Jamar, can you hear me? Let me see if I can. Can you hear me? Okay, you can hear me, Kelly? Okay, perfect, 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 perfect. Okay, let's see where Brother Jamari at. Brother Jamari, I have to come back on in. Bam, there we go, there we go. A call came in that threw me off. But yeah, no, 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 I, met, no. I met a lady um, in, in Stockbridge, Georgia, not too far from where I live. She was facing foreclosure. Uh, I had to follow up with her because she was going through different people, and I was had to keep checking on her, seeing how she was doing. Finally, after I started talking to her in maybe September of last year, finally, January rolls around. She's talking to all these people, and I'm just checking on her, asking how she's doing. She's like, yeah, this last person said he wanted to do a sub two, sub, sub two deal. Um, and, uh, and she's a realtor, by the way, and she didn't even want to list it. And, and yeah, they, I never heard back from her. So I said, well, is would you like me to see what I can do? And she was like, yes. So then that's when I started looking for people. I asked different people. There's a great investor here. His name is Abe, Abraham Gray. He passed over. The numbers didn't work for him. Uh, I, 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 spoke, I spoke about it with um, the guy, Andrew Gervey, who was on the stage. Uh, I shared a stage with, he's an attorney. He said it wasn't really, everybody was just advising me to short sale. So I lost hope. And then I saw Pace's Instagram, because I follow him on Instagram. He said, he said something about send me your deals. So I slid in his DMs and I sent him a video and I was like, yeah, I got this deal. You know, uh, if anybody could do it, you can. And then um, we got on the phone call and I sent him the details. And then um, he, he got on the phone call with her and did what he does, you know, closed it. And then um, and then he had uh, wired me a check for ten thousand dollars. And that was my first creative deal that I wholesaled to Pace Morgan. Wow. So you actually got a dime out of Pace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a good time. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. So, man, real quick, man, what um, what are, you know, let's just go over real quick, just recap about um, what are the things that um, some of the sellers and, you know, the, well, the realtors, the wholesalers, and the sellers, what, you know, the things that we can do to actually uh, postpone uh, uh, pre-foreclosure, foreclosure. Okay, okay. Well, as for wholesalers, realtors, and sellers, there's a few ways, you know, um, in fact, Pace and um, Brent have a video about the different ways you can stop foreclosure. There's about eight or nine ways. But for the most part, I've seen three ways. Um, the first one is a loan modification. Um, they're probably that's the most common response that a seller is going to give you. That we're already working with the bank. We're doing a loan modification or whatever. So I would just try to help them guide them through that. Like where there's three steps to a loan modification, submitting it, getting it approved and getting it accepted. So ask them where they're at in the process if they're doing that. Uh, the next one is, of course, either selling it, you know, to put it under contract and getting it sold and, you know, getting them some money before the bank takes it or creative. You know, that's what I did with the lady in Stockbridge. So selling it via cash offer or creative. That's the second most common way. And the third way is 
And I try to, I definitely advise people against this bankruptcy. The only way I would do bankruptcy, again, I'm not attorney, this isn't legal advice, but I, the only way I would recommend it is they're doing a temporary filing just to get the banks off their back. That way it gives them enough time to go another route, you know, because that's going to stick on their credit for seven years. It's going to follow them wherever they go. And here's the thing. They filed chapter 13. They still got to deal with the house. They still got to pay the trustee every month. Exactly. And if they lose and if they miss one payment, they dismiss this, the whole thing and, and start all the way over. Now they're back at square one. Now creditors are calling them again. Now the mortgage is calling them again. You know, so they so that that's the thing about that. So those are the three most common ways I've seen um, people stop foreclosure. Man, that is awesome. Awesome, awesome information, man. Um, man, if you can go back, if you can go back in time, right? We had the, the old time machine. We had one of those old DeLoreans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because you know we can't go back in time without a DeLorean. Right. So if we had that DeLorean, if we can go back to when we was 18 years old, right? What is one piece of an advice? What, what is one piece of advice that you would give yourself? Bruh, you got to get out here and take more chances. You got to get out here and really try to create some chaos out here, you know, because, um, you know, you, you got so much opportunity, so much upside right now, man. Don't don't waste time and take more chances and try to explore and do more out here, you know. And then in a few years, real estate is going to start popping off. Get into that immediately. Look up something called wholesaling, you know, and, that, and then I'll just I'll just leave it with that. Look up with wholesaling. And he might ask, what is wholesaling? I'll be like, don't worry about it. Just look it up. And then I'll just walk off. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk, man. So, um, you you you, know, so you didn't mention your mentors, and you know we did speak on you know other people in real estate. Um, if you had the chance to have coffee with one historical figure, um, who would that be and why? Oh man, um, I gotta say it, man. I I want to have coffee with Park, man. I want to have coffee with Tupac. And pick his brain, man, because he did so much in the, the, the time that he was here in the physical. I just want to, you know, ask him, you know, just pick his brain for uh, however, however long he'll allow me, man. Just sit and have coffee with Pac. Most definitely, man. Most definitely, man. Definitely one of the most influential people in the 1990s. Um, laid, laid a lot of groundwork as far as uh, free food. Yeah. Stuff like that, man. Him, his mom, the organization. They definitely, Tupac definitely did a lot of stuff, man. Uh, scholarships to um, his old school in New York. Absolutely, it's uh, a lot. You know, a lot of people don't know about that he did that as well. Um, so you know, definitely, definitely a good brother, man. Definitely somebody who um, I definitely would love to sit down and talk to, man. Um, you was telling me earlier. Now I, I, I wanted to get into this. Um, I wanted to get, hold on, wait, 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 where I'm at, because I'm losing my thought here, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to get into um, um, Missouri, right? Rather, Missouri is a, um, a judicial state. Yeah. Right. Now, how, how would I be able to find that out if I'm in a judicial state or not? Oh, man, uh, a quick, I think a quick Google search can do that for you, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it, when, when in doubt, I, I try to holler at my friend Google. No they'll doubt. Be, they'll be able to tell you real quick. No doubt, man. <laughs> they definitely there with it, man. Definitely there with it. Hey, man. Hey, man. Thanks so much for coming on, man. We definitely appreciate you. Um, I definitely want to talk more, man, about, um, you know, getting into some pre-foreclosures. 
over here helping a lot of homeowners out over here in Missouri. Our process seems kind of lengthy, it, but it seems kind of lengthy in certain parts. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I would say it's kind of fast in St. Louis. It's kind of slow where I am. You know what I mean? So um, it's kind of it's kind of that situation here. But um, I definitely love men to um, you know dig in some deals with you, man, to get some get some deals done, uh, man. Before we go, you got any advice, man? Before you know, as far as you know, reaching out to um, you know pre foreclosures or anybody who man just starting. Yeah. Um there's a, you know you can do it from the courthouse but that's kind of a lengthy process the fastest way to do it is through a third party company like a prop stream i like them i use an app called deal deal driven or google you know foreclosure attorney lists in your local state and you can go directly to the foreclosure attorney's website and find what's facing foreclosure you know those are, those are the three fastest ways yeah uh, and then once i once you find them um, you can pull the list from, from, you know, the app like deal driven or prop stream or whatever, or yeah. you can, in whatever way you get to them, I would say my, my rule of thumb is this isn't work for everybody. If I can't no, get in touch with them and they're local, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling no, up. Doubt. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now I had, I remember you were saying something about that. You were saying something about a uh, prop stream. You know, I'm a bad these guy myself, right? Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I just love bats. I love the whole, the whole system, how I set up. To, uh, you know, the SMS, the click to call. You know, we got a new click to call feature right on the app now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the deal driven, everything. So, you know, I just wanted to drop that out there. If people can get a seven day trial to it, you click the link. For sure. It'll be in the description. And also, I just want to let everybody know about StreamYard as well. Guys, I definitely will have a link in the description for StreamYard as well. StreamYard is definitely one of the best platforms you click my link you get a free 14-day trial to uh stream yard as well man keep the podcast rolling y'all yes, sir keep the podcast rolling hey man jamari man thanks for coming man we're gonna have to come back after you do your second flip because i know it's gonna be from an awesome deal like this so we're gonna have to definitely talk about it man for sure um, once again man i appreciate you i definitely appreciate you for coming and uh, up, oh, somebody just said Missouri it's is a non-judicial state. Oh, so it's gonna be really quick. It's quick over there, like Georgia. Right, that's what I'm saying. Cause some start like I know. I remember I was looking at some in St. Louis. It's kind of you know they be they be moving. It be moving kind of fast. And I'm like, oh okay, what's going on? But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, thanks, thanks again, bro, uh, for stopping by. Like I said, man, once again, you know, I definitely appreciate you. You know, wanted to man congratulate you on your flipping. Everything that you're doing with the sellers, man, wanted to get your flowers now. So, thank you, um, brother. Hey, man, thanks for coming on, man. And you know, and um, anybody out there watching, like, share, subscribe to this video. I'm pretty sure Jamari, man, will uh, accept any of you guys' questions. If y'all working on the deal, hit Jamari up, add him on Facebook, follow him on TikTok, as well as his Instagram. Hey, man, once again, Jamari, man, thanks so much. Thank you, brother. No doubt, man. You have a good one. Are you too? Peace, y'all. Peace. So, guys, thanks so much for coming in, man. Wholesaling with Lenny, guys. And once again, I want to share with you guys. You actually do get a free seven-day trial from Bachelors, guys. Stay tuned. Check out this video, guys. Click the link. The link will be in the description. Asset flippers, Tiki Peers, everyone who's doing wholesale, everyone who's doing cold calling. I'm Jamil Damji with Kigley, and I'm here to talk to you today about batch leads now 
Keegley is known as being the best at dispositions in the country. But how do you think we got like that? Because we're damn good at acquisitions. Batch Leads has been a game changer for us. You get SMS blasting, instant skip tracing, list stacking. This stuff is crazy, guys. You gotta get to it.